0: I'm Amy Walters, and this is the Take's News Update. We're coming to you on Sundays with weekly roundups as Israel's war on Gaza continues. Airdrops of humanitarian aid have begun in Gaza. They come in the wake of Israel's deadly attack on people waiting to receive flour. International aid groups say the deliveries are far from enough as Gaza teeters on the brink of famine. Meanwhile, ceasefire negotiations resume in Cairo, but hopes for a lasting deal remain dim. Today is Sunday, March 3rd. On Monday. Jordan launched an operation to airdrop food and other desperately needed supplies into Gaza. On Saturday, the U.S. joined in with cargo planes dropping 38,000 ready-to-eat meals by parachute. Journalist Akram Al-Satari says that for people in Gaza, the deliveries have only highlighted the international community's Failures. Some of the Palestinians have even been mocking the air drop uh, aid, with some of the aid falling in areas far away from Gaza. Some of them fell in Palestine, occupied 48. Some of them fell on the sea. Some others fell in uh, rural areas where people were running while they were extremely aware that they might get killed because of the Israeli occupation bombardment. But overall, those troop aids are not uh, efficient, and not sufficient
1: for the people. And the whole phenomenon of starting this is not as uh, appreciated by the Palestinians.
0: On Saturday, Israel targeted an aid distribution point near Gaza killing one person and wounding dozens more. Two days earlier on Thursday, at least 118 Palestinians were killed and 750 more were wounded at the same location. The Israeli military opened fire as people gathered to get flour from an aid convoy. The Palestinian Ministry of Foreign Affairs described it as nothing short of a cold-blooded massacre. On Sunday, Israel disputed that.
1: We've had a statement from the uh, major spokesperson for the Israeli military over the last hour or so saying they did not launch strikes at the aid convoy.
0: That's Willa Marks, who's been following the story for Al Jazeera from occupied East Jerusalem. After conducting what it describes as a preliminary review, Israel claims most of the victims died from a stampede.
1: At a moment when crowds of people desperate for food were gathering around some of those aid convoy trucks, they acknowledged that the Israeli military fired warning shots towards the crowd to try and disperse them. And then following that, they said that several looters, that's their word, these are people desperate for food, approached our forces and posed an immediate threat to them. According to the initial review, that's the one conducted by the Israeli military over the last couple of days, the soldiers, quote, responded towards several individuals.
0: Israel says it has opened an inquiry to examine the incident further, while Palestinian and UN medical officials continue to cite evidence of bullet wounds.
1: Important to note, Hospital officials in Gaza saying that many of the injuries they saw were the kind of injuries you would see from gunshot wounds. That word responded, we think, means fired upon.
0: The death toll in Gaza surpassed 30,000 on Thursday. Gaza's health ministry says 15 children have died of starvation and dehydration, and there are urgent warnings. Many more are at risk. The U.N.'s humanitarian agency, OSHA, told the U.N. Security Council on Tuesday that widespread famine was almost inevitable, unless more action is taken. This is OSHA Deputy Chief Ramesh Rajasingham.
1: Here we are with at least 576,000 people in Gaza, one quarter of the population, one step away from famine with one in six children under two years of age in northern Gaza suffering from acute malnutrition and wasting. And practically the entire population of Gaza are left to rely on woefully inadequate humanitarian food assistance to survive.
0: And finally, ceasefire talks are resuming in Cairo on Sunday. Al Jazeera correspondent Hamda Salut says there have been difficulties just getting the parties. To the negotiating table.
2: What we know now is that the Israelis will not be sending a delegation to Cairo because they're not happy with the fact that Hamas isn't willing to release a list of names of captives who are still alive. Hamas has said that they're not going to give something like this up until there's a final deal in place. But what exactly they mean by final deal, we don't actually know. Hamas wants to see an end to the war, and that that. position they say has not changed. Whereas the Israelis have said, even if there is a six-week pause in the fighting, they're still going to go back to the war. And remember, we're still anticipating that ground invasion in Terafah that's going to come despite all of the international criticisms and condemnation about the fact that there are nearly a million and a half Palestinians seeking refuge in Gaza's southernmost city. But in any case, these talks are seemingly not heading in the right direction direction, but mediators remain quite optimistic, specifically the United States. They want to see a deal that will go into effect right before the start of the holy month of Ramadan, which is just about a week away. But at this point, there is no indication that we are anywhere closer to an actual deal that will see a pause in the fighting in exchange for the release of dozens of Israeli captives.
0: And that's The Take for Sunday, March 3rd. Please join us again tomorrow. This episode was produced by Miranda Lynn. I am Amy Walters, in for Malika Balal. Our sound designer is Alex Roldan. I mixed this episode. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer. And Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio.